Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to the National Obsession, a National League football podcast with me, Charlie Baker, and John Cadogan on the dials and the whistles. Have you got your whistle, John? Uh, I've got your whistle uh, this uh, week. No, that, that was, he sprung that on me. I could have had a whistle if I'd known. We forgot it like the ref at Woking last <laughs> night. Now we are, we're not a Talk United podcast. Not we are a National a League podcast. podcast. Anyone who says we're a Talk United podcast is an absolute liar. And we will see, them in, and we'll see them in court. Yes. Speaking like of to... which, uh, we, hey. we we will come to that in Talkie Corner. But my ticket, oh, yeah. we're not. I mean, we're not a Talkie United podcast. But my ticket no. for the Woking game last night did make it sound very much like Woking were going to see me in court. <laughs> so we'll come to that a little <laughs> yeah. bit later on. That is good. I wonder. I did wonder how your case was going. Yeah. Against that ref, particularly. <laughs> um, as we know, National League doesn't count until we get to October. 27th when the clocks go back all these games now are utterly pointless and just all they're doing is building the handicap system that we like to have on the national obsession in non-linear football in golf they have handicaps don't they john yeah and and that and that means that different levels of people can play each other that's all the the national league do with their non-linear system they play all these games up to when the clocks go back and then everyone's got a certain amount of points. And then there's, there's your handicap. Hence, rubbish teams like Woking being top of the league at the moment. And in uh, last Ooh. night's uh, Woking game. I'm not sure game. you're allowed to say that anymore, are you? I don't know. We'll find out. See if we get taken off the podcast airwaves. Okay, I might. I might, I might have to bleep that out. <laughs> an early bleep. It's nice normally me saying bleep. it. Uh, well, we had a, we had a, we're a bit giggly. We did have a good night out. Last we did. Night, didn't we we won't talk about it too thing. much. How's your voice? Mine's still not. Uh, I'm freshly trained. Voice to do a, Roger Moore. Roger. I know. Roger. <laughs> Very good. I did find this morning I could do a particularly good. I can't do it anymore because you know <laughs> my impressions. They, they go as quickly as they come, John. Yes. And it's very I've like heard my the, heard that about you before. <laughs> No, and uh, this morning I could do an excellent Alec Guinness. Oh, really? Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
Uh, really good. Uh, but I then John. tried to do it half an hour later. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, John. <laughs> I am not the dried you are looking for. <laughs> See, I can't do it. It's gone. You cannot do the Alec Guinness anymore. And that was a great I'm not, like, I'm not a big pro impressionist like you. I can't just switch it on and off. <laughs> right, John. Yes. What's in the podcast this week? What's in the podcast this week then, John? Well, uh, what's in the show? What's in the show? Plenty of National League news. Again, this slightly mental August. But we've so had so many, many games. games. I mean, so we've got That's the Saturday and Tuesday. System, John. That's the non-linear footballs we've got. Yeah, Saturday and Tuesday to, to pour over and sort of cast our reflections on. We've got a very, very special big interview. And not, Huge. you know, not just Sudoku this time, which was a good big interview. No. But it's actually yeah, it's a proper celebrity, this is a, a really. Coup. Big I believe star. they call it a coup. A coup, John. A yeah, coup. a big coup. We've gone from Sudoku to a coup in the shape of. We went to give it away, are we, John? I thought we'd be trailing ahead to that as a surprise. Okay, well, how about this? We've got a Sky Sports presenter who's a Hartlepool fan. Oh, wonder who that mm. is. Wonder who that is, John. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, we got that. We got a special talkie corner with an. A bit of, you know, on the spot. Oh, yes. Un- unmissable match reporting from us two. Uh, Trying we did, to relive I mean, Woking last year. Well, we did it for Woking, that crucial in the season game. So we thought we'd do it again. And it was a touch deja vu, uh, as you'll find out a little bit later on. A little bit of that. And we got, obviously, letters from a listener. Got a few lovely letters this week. Lovely. And Tamplins and Dragons. I'm foreseeing... And Dragons. I'm foreseeing a pivotal week in Tamplins and Dragons. Ooh, John. An interesting well. week. People have thought they could take it on before. But yeah, but we have we got one see. of our very best fops on the job. Or one, well, I'm going to secretly say it, our best fop. Ooh. Anyway, there we are. Homeless man John, in Edinburgh will be furious at that. Be, he's furious, shaking his fist. <laughs> so, is it, what news we got this week then, so, John? Well, let's go back to Saturday first uh, and some, yeah. uh, some very big games. Okay, yeah, let's go uh, well, I think we yeah. should do. It was Chorley 1, Boreham Wood 3. Uh, Chorley yeah. well and truly uh, in the NAFC uh, with that result. Yeovil, um, they eased to a 3-1 win uh, over Notts County. The opener came five minutes before half-time as debutant Gold Omateo... <laughs> Gold, on Mateo. Oh, lovely one. I mean, it was an open goal. For you. <laughs> it an was open really goal. Open goals. <laughs> he headed the ball down for Courtney Duffus. Now we've mentioned him a few times. It's quite an amusing yeah. name. But the guy on the uh, I watched the BT Sport highlights, and the guy in there pronounced it Doofus. So oh, even better. <laughs> he's he's either an old duffer or he's sort of you know nineties insult. I don't know which one it I is, like, but they're I, both I'd quite prefer, good. I prefer let's bring it up to date and be the nineties insult. Courtney Doofus being caught in the doofus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, That's a bit Ben, a bit Ben Stokes. Oh my d- right in the doofus. Courtney <laughs> Doofus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, Woking 3, Barrow 2. Don't really need to mention that uh, whatsoever, but we will uh, we'll go to town on Woking later on, I'm sure. Uh, it was Sutton United 0, Maidenhead 3. Uh, Maidenhead absolutely en fuego, as they'd say uh, in yeah. Spain. Uh, sent off for the home side. fourth, John. They're currently fourth, it, it, Maidenhead. Amazing. And uh, sent off for the home side, Sutton. It was our old mate Omar Bugle. Here's the boogie woogie bugle boy from Company B. Does the playlist still exist for this podcast? It does, yeah. It's on Spotify, yeah. I tell you, I tweeted out this week from uh, Nat Hobbs Pod. What else is on Saturday? Harrogate 0, uh, Dover 2, Halifax 2, Sully Hole Moors 1. Sully Hole 
continuing to slide a little bit, but on the bench... A slump. On a bit of a slump for Sully Hall, but on the bench for Halifax, Jack Earring. Obviously got lots of piercings, <laughs> covered in piercings. He could have played gypsies, tramps and thieves. <laughs> they're all the sort of people who wear an earring. Or or George Michael. Yeah, and he, OK, well we'll, well, we'll sort that out for next week. <laughs> Obviously he plays in central midfield next to someone called Hardov as well. Or Pat Butcher. Did she ever release a sing- uh, hard of, famous for earring? Hard of, Pat Butcher. hard of earring. Is this, oh, is this thing nice. on? Hello. Is this thing Hello. on? Hello. Am I facing the right way? Hello. One, one. Ebbsfleet won. Aldershot 2. So Aldershot finally got off the mark. That's good though, isn't it? The Ebbsfleet are rubbish because we're going to go to the Ebbsfleet away game, aren't we, John? October the Oh, 8th. yes. Yeah, I'm up for that. I'm well yeah, up for that. that. Get straight yeah, on the old uh, the, the pretend Euro star. What you called the bullet train? I like it was that. a bullet train. Did I, I displayed some real train knowledge there? Did you? Some... You were all over that. I thought oh, John knows his stuff here. Jeez, <laughs> I'm very good. All with about that. how to get out of the country quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also on Saturday, it was uh, Eastley one, uh, Barnet two. The home side had Sam Smart sent off. Obviously, Smart oh, by yeah. name, <laughs> not not by nature. Very very small car, John. <laughs> What is Smart's car? We should have asked that question, really. <laughs> should have asked him. And what's your favourite car, please, Sam? <laughs> Porsche. Just like as a normal question. They were looking for a late equaliser there, of course, easily, yeah. uh, to get back into that game. But they didn't think to bring Ben Scorey off the bench. I mean, they, Ooh, they got the he real. They got a player called Scorey on the bench, and then they bring him on. Twenty a season. <laughs> it was uh, Chesterfield <laughs> one, Dagenham and Redbridge nil. I'm really in quite perversely enjoying Chesterfield's misery this season. I don't know why. I I've got no it, problem John. with them. Did I call it, John? You called that's it. That's what we should do soon, is go over what we called and what we didn't. Do you have a look back? Yeah, back. that's very good. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps the end of September we'll do that. When, well, when, when the actual season starts. Uh, Bromley, the season starts, yeah. It was uh, Bromley 2, AFC File 2, and Wrexham 1, Stockport 2. Uh, struggling. Struggling. And then uh, on to Tuesday night, uh, Dover's miserable home form continued. They were held to a one-all draw by Ebbsfleet. Dover's goalscorer uh, does, in fact, bring us to this week's Poshest Player of the Week. William de Havilland. And that's this week's Poshest Player of the Week. I like that, John. He's Bill de Havilland. Sounds like he's, they're, they're, all these all these players do sound like old actors, don't they? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> when I was in Rep Theatre with Bill de Havilland, I do wish I do wish you a marvelous McCamber. A marvelous McCamber. Uh, it was Notts County nil, Sully Hole Moors nil. No wins in four now for uh, Sully Hole Moors. The slump, oh. the flowers slump. It's not going yeah. well. Uh, Barrow nil, Hartlepool one, Chesterfield two, Halifax three. So Chesterfield just cannot buy a win. Can't. Just terrible. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you have to say that the Sheridan clock is ticking. Uh, Eastleigh 2, Borehamwood 0. So four defeats in five for Borehamwood. Harrogate 2, Chorley 0. Chorley just might as well not even be here. Get in the NAFC. Just useless. Can't wait to play them. Uh, it was uh, Stockport 2, AFC filed 1. Mm. Yeah. They're not good for the coasters. I mean, they're, they're having a shocker. The coasters are having a shocker, as we've said, and also they're who's who's some he's let asked to leave. Um, thingy, any um Rowe. 
Rowe, Danny Rowe's asked to leave. Yeah. John. Yeah, he has. They're, 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 Rowe is Rowe's boat out of there. <laughs> they're down, uh, right down in 18th. They're really... Uh, Posted. Oh, dear. Really struggling. Not good. I mean, Stockport have been a real surprise package so far, as have Maidenhead. Uh, they got a two-all draw uh, at Wrexham on Tuesday night. Luke Young scoring a goal at both ends. This is always fun. I always oh, like lovely, that. That's it? always good. Oh, just on that note, you know I have to go to Oxford United at the moment because my yes. son wants to go. So it's a bit of a shame for me, but it was uh, Coventry City last week and the Coventry City right-back scored two own goals. Ooh. Oh, isn't that lovely, John? And also at that match, my daughter, she didn't want to be there. I took her. She's three. She didn't want to be there because she's a Talk United fan, as was shown in the club shop. Where we were, my son was looking at goalkeeper tops and I went, and my daughter went, oh, I don't want this. I want a talkie kit. Yes. <laughs> but then also when uh, Oxford went 2-0 down and then they came back to 2-all and of course everyone jumped in the air and shouted and she was a little bit late on and she went, yes, we can go home. <laughs> 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 and also on Tuesday night Yeovil won Sutton nil so Yeovil starting to pull it back around a little bit do you want a very quick update from the National League South yes please won't you come with me to Alabama let's go see my dear old mammy she's frying eggs and broiling hammy that's what I like about the South I can tell you who's top of the league Wealdstone John Wealdstone are top they've won 8 out of 9 they are and it's uh, someone weird top of the north it's Kings Lynn is it John <laughs> Kings Lynn I wouldn't know wouldn't know. Oh. Uh, but yeah, in the south, Wildstone top. Billericay, Haven't, Hemel, Bath, Concord and Maidstone make up the playoffs. Hampton mm. and Hungerford at the bottom. And the National League table uh, sees Halifax on top. Woking, Bromley, Maidenhead, Stockport, Dover and Solihull in the playoffs. Barrow, Chesterfield, Edgefleet and Chorley at the bottom. That's all the news. This is the National Obsession. The National Obsession. So, John, one of the best features I think we've brought in this season to yes. the National Obsession of the National League football podcast, not Talking United podcast, is you'll be sued if you say any different <laughs> uh, when you sign up when you sign up to listen to the Nat, Nat Obs pod. Yeah, you know, that is in the T's and C's. Uh, this is, I'd say, our biggest interview yet. Are we right? Yeah, John? I think so. Uh, we've had Bob okay. Mills. Who else have we had? Alan Dalson, um, obviously Sue Duku. Uh, Sue Duku. Anyone else? Well, Jamie O'Hara. Jamie O'Hara. Course, but this week is someone who finds themselves in the National League, like we did after sporting a league club, and it's one and only Jeff Stelling on this week's big interview. What do you enjoy most about the National League? One of the great things is you can hear the players. You're so close, you can touch the players. Don't do it. It's not advisable. But, but the atmosphere at some of these grounds and some of the big clubs like Wrexham, the big club, teams that get relegated from the Football League, there is life outside the Football League and the National League. It's brilliant. Who would win in a fight between Paul Merson and Charlie Nicholas? Charlie's a Scotsman, so he would inevitably win. Resort to dirty tricks, of course. I mean, Merson's a pacifist. What's your favourite service station? Well, it used to be the northbound services, uh, Winchester services on the M3, because that's where I used to do all of my work. But I don't like any of them now, because you pay such an absolutely outrageous amount for fuel. Meatloaf is supposedly a famous Pools fan. Have you ever seen him at a game? There's not a bat in hell's chance of seeing Meatloaf at a Hartlepool game. His people came and asked me if um, he could borrow some Hartlepool memorabilia to appear on a TV show. <laughs> so with his money... 
Go and buy some yourself. You don't have in mind. He's not a Hartlepool fan. Best moment watching Hartlepool. Now this could take some time. I suppose in some respects it was the 2004-2005 the playoff final against Sheffield Wednesday. We were bidding for a place in the championship and we led 2-1 with a few minutes to go. That was the best moment, but of course the worst moment was conceding a penalty in those few minutes, losing an extra time by four goals to two. What's your biggest tip for aspiring sports reporters? Never give up. You know, a mate of mine used to say, if you stand in the middle of the road, you will get hit eventually. So however many rejections you get, keep on trying. The National Obsession. You are listening to The National Obsession, and it's time for Talky Corner. I've gone back. You've gone back. We've had... Uh, By request. We've had numerous complaints to hear this man but I mean we better let him hear it I can't fly no no oh. no you f***ers sort it out for f***ers sake f***ing rubbish run faster you f***ing referee you bastard you from f***ing Cornwall yeah I mean by popular demand it was Jane Kelly and, and a few others I think we'll come to in letters from a listener demanding we didn't, we, we demanding didn't him back they, everyone who was here for sweary man Turns out they are not a talky podcast, but it's not talky. I'm loving. We loved the goals last night, didn't we, John? It was great. It was a really, a really good evening. And you know that te- you know the test match the other week, the amazing test match. Yeah, there were lots of little sort of vignettes, lots of little cameos of brilliant things that happened. I was thinking back to that game last night. There was loads of good stuff because it was like. The main one being Jake Andrews' professional foul. That was just great, wasn't it? <laughs> this was with the game just... with the game at one one and Woking sort of breaking on us. I don't think Jake even tried to get the ball. No, it just about made up for his shot that hit the corner flag. <laughs> just about made up for that. Anyway, we got some we've got some uh, audio, haven't we, John? Yeah, we have. Little, I mean, yeah, little... we we recorded uh, a little piece down there. Uh, in the same style as we did at the Woking game in April and hopefully it sort of documents the evening. With the uh, Laithwaite Community Stadium. Pitch looking good, John. The been, scene of the crime. Uh, be, the scene of the crime. I've been picked out by a steward. Recognise you, didn't I? Is, that, no, 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 is it your hat? <laughs> no. You've got Romesh Ranganathan. Maybe you thought <laughs> Maybe you were you Romesh. Maybe you thought it was Romesh, yeah. He went, no. He said, no. Was it from last time we were here? I said, why? Are you going to pull me in? I've not got a flair, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> Maybe anyway. he was a big fan of uh, Let's Dance for um, comic uh, relief. Maybe he's, uh, he remembers the. Oh, maybe he remembers the panel show. I hate this song. That's what it was. <laughs> maybe he remembers the panel show, A Short History of Everything Else, from Channel Four. Why are you short laughing, lives. John? Short Why History you... of Everything Else. Why are you laughing, John? No, Hosted not by Griff Reese Jones. <laughs> Why are you laughing, John? No, I'm not. I'm not. It's a general good, uh, good spirit. We're gonna get beat. And then he's made big changes. Which could go one it? of two ways. 4 1. This. Either it's brilliant or we get absolutely annihilated. It's got 4 1 written all over it. It no, doesn't really feel like the same as last time, does it? It's very, it's, very. The Lord Mayor's show has happened and we are now post the Lord Mayor's show. League. It is. I mean, there is a phrase for that. You understand that, do you? After the Lord Mayor's show. <laughs> I didn't know. It's a new one. You know how we were saying the good thing about the National League is there's no VAR? <laughs> Where's VAR? Oh, that was a late flag. It did look offside. Well, Talkie had the ball in the net. It's been a shaky start. 
There we He's are, had anyway. the ball in the net. And a panicky linesman yes. as well has been the highlight so far. Linesman who is shitting himself making the decision. They're going to score now. They're all the fun now. of the National League fair. They're going to score now, John. F***ing <laughs> Woking. It's half an hour gone. Ugh. The best move of the game. We've, we've the broke post. on them. Lovely ball. Weighted ball from Dooku. Beautiful. Played him Reed. Beat the last man. Looking good. Beat him. Two, up, two up front is really working. Hit the crossbar. We've done everything what well, we have Doing scored. Well. Been ruled out. Hit the bar. That's it, Liam. Love that, Liam. Great ball, mate. Hey, well done, son. There we are, half time. Yeah. Um, nil nil. Hit the bar. Uh, hit the long, that was a long half, didn't it? He did slightly think that he maybe forgot to blow for half time at I one point. He didn't go he'd on. He'd heard our idea of non linear football. <laughs> He was do away with half time. <laughs> he was doing um, 70 minute first half, 20 minutes second half. 20 minutes. Uh, Whitfield's on for his debut, Jim Whitfield. Uh, we, who we've met, he's not a foth, but Andy he's a, he's a, keeps riding in, doesn't Capital he? Goal. Capital goal. Very goal. nice to meet Andy. Very nice to meet Andy um, on the terraces. You had a bit of fun with Dave Tarpy. <laughs> if you don't say it now, you'll forget. Oh, yeah. and we'll never mention yeah. it. I said it was appalling, tarpaulin. That he came right over I, the I, side I, and he heard it. I was getting laughs and then I thought, oh, I should have said he, he covers everything. And that would have been positive. That would have been positive, wouldn't it? I don't know. I'd take nil nil to be honest, John. So would I. Well, there we go. It's one nil. I can't even bring myself to look at the Woking end. It sickens me that much. <laughs> Literally they sickens me to my very people. Cool. It should have come then. It was so obvious. We knew they were going to score. And then Tarpy, we've been giving shit to. Was it Tarpy? It was Tarpy, yeah. You called him Tarpaulin at Tarpaulin. How does that feel? Short, short, short fault, that, John. But we're trying to get that going. Um, the good news is, we can probably still make the half past nine train. <laughs> yeah, if I go now. Yeah. It's September. October. October 27th. None of this counts, John. It's not worth getting stressed about. October 27th, then we'll it. talk. The greatest football team! You Come on! Yes! You're absolute cheating! Fucking prick! You're not singing! You're not singing! You're not singing anymore! Torquay have equalised! Ten minutes left! Can I apologise for my language? Oh, that felt good! And the anger that was in that celebration. Oh, <laughs> look after him then. <laughs> really take care, cherish him. Take the one all, especially after we, we were second best. Uh, they did beat our players up, like like almost. I've take them out. completely lost my voice again. Whenever we come to Woking, I lose my voice. <laughs> there we are. It should be sponsored by Strepsils. Good fun. Apologise uh, for the swearing when we scored the goal. Apologise for the swearing. The anger. This should have been a joyous moment, and it was an angry moment. But I really am. I'm genuinely anyway. never coming again. Absolute shit houses. But here come the boys, so we'll give them a clap. Oh, yeah, we'll give Whitfield a clap. Whitfield. Well done, Jim. Have you seen my galoshes?
Oh, that was good, John. That was really, <sighs> I mean, it's, it wasn't quite as long as the Talk United documentary that you've been watching. <laughs> You're going to lend to me four hours of that. But um, Ben Hur. Ben Hur sounds like someone who played for us about five years ago. It, it does sound like a, a National Bens. League player. <laughs> <laughs> like an ineffectual midfielder. And also, as I was mentioning at the uh, at the very start uh, of the podcast, um, my ticket for last night's game, because I picked yes. him up on the on the gate, uh, says Woking FC versus, and then like a space, where obviously it should say the name of the team, but it says yep. Woking FC versus John Cardigan, uh, <laughs> oh. which is not only that... uh, an incorrect spelling, it also makes it sound like I'm in the middle of a, of a big lawsuit, like a, like a, like they filed against me. Yeah, well, I'd like to see that. But yeah, great up the goals. Two, they look both sound like excellent signings. I thought Whitfield. Look, we weren't yeah. sure at first, but then second half really put himself yes, into it. I did. As uh, Johnny Jones, who I, I had a, a good chat to at half-time, made the point in his talky-talk report. Yeah. <laughs> I'd written him off as decidedly average Whitfield yeah, at half-time. He'd been on for 10 minutes at that point. But look, I made a snap judgment and I was wrong. <laughs> totally did. wrong. You did. Happy to be so. The National Obsession. You're listening to the National Obsession, and it's time for letters from a listener. When you go, when you go will you send back a letter from a listener? Hey, John, any yes. letters this week? Oh, my God, we have a bulging post back. Oh, fantastic news. Good news. I love it when we get loads of letters. It's so good. Thank you so much for writing in to us on at NatObsPod. And what's the email address, John, people can write to us on? Uh, nationalobsession at gmail.com. There it is. We on, start off. with David Cockram. Oh, David says, hi, guys. On the ice, you both. Just been spending some of my holiday catching up with episode 74 to 76 of your great podcast Ooh. while Lovely. sitting on a sun lounger at a villa in... Carveiro in the Algarve. Car- ah, Carveiro? Nice. Carveiro? Took my advice. What's he been doing? Buying, my, um, my ears, buying the whole my, he's, the granola he's got straight into the granola trade after he mentioned it. He <laughs> says, my ears were pricked by Charlie mentioning that he was spending some time in the same area. And even more, when he said that he was joining episode 75 from a villa with palm trees and sea views. I need to know more. Does he own this villa or was he renting it? As a regular visitor over the last few years, I'm always on the lookout for new places to go and stay. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Best wishes, David Cochran. P.S. I've met John once upon a time when I was a lucky listener on the Hawksby and Jacobs Christmas special. And I was the madman who played the Match Today theme tune on his teeth. I don't remember uh, that. We, want, we need that. We need that to come on, David. Maybe you can send us a sound think file. So. It would probably bypass all other FOF requirements and you'd probably be straight in there. Have you got any Algarve information? No Algarve information. For, I keep it David, all secret keep so it no to one yourself. can go where I go. <laughs> Uh, Malcolm Pearson, Billy Ricky Malcolm, says, Evening, lads. Following on from uh, the last week's suggestion to have a special 100th edition of the podcast, how about a special kind of live show going round the grounds for live FOF updates? I have to admit my one would be pretty crap because I'm registered blind and can't really see the other side of the pitch, but I could give you updates on how much shouting Glenn is doing and if Archie gets a game. All the best and on the eyes, Malcolm. Probably the best thing to be at Billy Ricky sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> to be honest, but, well, um, there is that. Malcolm. 
<laughs> Malcolm, that's an excellent idea. Uh, just a couple more to go. Peter Stringer says uh, on the ice, Charlie and John. I haven't heard from you for a while, Peter. Good to good to know you're still around. He says on the ice, just back from my summer holidays. I'd missed the crazy swearing pop soda from Talky Corner. Couldn't believe he was oh. dumped for the music. Here's hoping for a swift return. Well, Peter, you got your wish. Now, Peter. On the adds, ice, Peter. Thank you for your this, letter. He adds this excellent story. He says, liking the new 2019 slash 2020 content. When I heard Bob Mills was your big interview, I thought we might hear about the TV quiz that he hosted back in the early 2000s on the ill-fated ITV Digital. The basic format was a panel quiz with two competing football clubs, knockout cup style. Talkie had Chris Waddle, Helen Chamberlain and John Lovis, the Talkie historian on our team. And after two Mondays filming, Talkie made it to the final. I think we lost to Celtic. It was a bit blurry as I went to the filming (laughs) with some mates and whilst Talkie weren't on, we killed time in the pub next door to the studio. Talkie had laid on the team bus to take us up there to the TV audience. But in typical Talkie fashion, it broke down on the way there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and finally Tom Greatrex says dear Charlie ah. and Joan I'm thoroughly enjoying your run through of the posh players of the National League starting with Tay Ashby Hammond the maidenhead goalkeeper on loan from Fulham I appreciate that you are of course primarily a National League podcast and telling you this won't enhance the reputation of my team Fulham but it is perhaps little known that Tay Ashby Hammond has a younger brother Luca Ashby Hammond who is also a goalkeeper at Fulham not only that but when he played last weekend for Fulham under 23s I think he was perhaps part of the poshest football team team outside of Eton. The starting oh, 11 included the following. Luca Ashby-Hammond, Jaden Mundell-Smith, Ryan de Havilland, <laughs> Nicholas Santos-Clace, Martel Taylor-Crossdale. <laughs> Unlike his older brother, Luca Ashby-Hammond wasn't able to save a penalty. Newcastle won 2-1 on the ice. Tom Greatrex non oh, What a f- great letter there. Any more letters, John? That is all the letters. So that was a lovely bunch of letters this week, John. Um, lovely bunch of coconuts. Exactly. You're listening to the That's national. I start calling him now. Now we've who me all the letters. <laughs> the fofs. A lovely bunch the of fofs. coconuts. They're what a lovely bunch of coconuts. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, as we've been playing in previous weeks, it's time for Tamplins and Dragons, John. It's a spooky old game. It's, it's very isn't it? spooky. Oh, so spooky that we couldn't get hold of FOF7 for any, you know, completers so, who are thinking, what's happened to FOF7? We've done FOF6. Un- no FOF7. Unlucky 7. El Cruden has let the FOFs yeah. down. It's lovely to have FOF number 8 on the line, is it, John? Yes, FOF number 8. FOF number 8. And that, and that is your favourite and my favourite FOF. Not that we have favourites. It's Matty Hayward. Hello, Matty. Hello. Hello, Charlie. Hello. Hello, mate. How are you? <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's right. I'm very good, thanks. Yes, very good. On the ice to you? Oh, Martin Rice to you both. Ah, very Matty, good. Matty, I think, invented see? Matty invented on the ice Martin Rice, which Did he? is oh, I yeah, believe I so. I like to claim that, but I think that might have been me. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think I think you know, I think you said on the ice and you had a you had a, a different one. Oh, with a slice. Oh, with a slice. Yeah, I think it was a couple with of suggestions. With a slice, which was not very nice, but we came then came up with Martin Rice. And what do you do all day normally? Oh, in very the daytime. Mostly. Um, I'm a student, so What is it you're studying, Matty? English and politics. Ooh, the big two. Very... Not anything going on at the moment in in either of those? Nah, it's quite quiet to be honest. Yeah, it's yeah. really boring. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the risk of sounding like a uh, like a primary school teacher, what do you want to be when you grow up? What's the uh, <laughs> What's the end rude. game? That did sound rude to me, John. It you did. sounded rude. What's the, to the end fox. What's the end game from this degree? What do you want to do? Well, Uncle John, um, <laughs> there, there aren't there aren't many careers really, I don't think, but um, probably teaching. I think is the oh okay 
Oh, it's nice. certainly on the agenda at the moment, yeah, but we shall see. Very good. Well, well done, Matty. And, um, and we know we often see you at the girls. I think I saw you. Uh, we were both quite drunk on the station at Chippenham away. Chippenham, yes, indeed, yeah. yes. I, uh, <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible match. Just, just about got on the ice to. out there, but there's one of the few words I could speak at that point. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, do you dare, Matty, play Tamplins and Dragons? It would be my honour. Welcome, fair political student. Thanks very much, Games Master. You may do not interrupt the Games Master. <laughs> do you have anything to say, Matty Hayward? I'm just waiting for my invitation to speak. Yes, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to playing P&D. And uh, let's go. <laughs> Roll the dice, please, Games Master. That's the one. Three. Three. Matty, you've made a strong start to the season, going unbeaten throughout August and September. Matt Reed is on fire, having hit double figures after just four games. Jake Robinson is looking 10 years younger, so we've put him about sort of 33, 34. And Glenn is absolutely delighted. He's already had a plinth made up for a trophy to be displayed and then built a trophy room to house the plinth and the trophy. What could possibly go wrong? Get in, not the blues. All the dice. Two. After a 3-0 win over Bath City brings you the Manager of the Month Award for September, Glenn, despite asking the National League for a Chairman of the Month Award as well, decides to treat the squad to a night out at the Sugar Hut on him. You're unsure it's a good idea, but agree on the condition that everyone behaves themselves and are allowed two drinks max. Well, I suppose I have to roll the dice games, Master, won't I? <laughs> Five... Five. Oh dear. You wake up the next day and open your copy of the Daily Mail. Tory. On the front page is a picture of Matt Reed punching Arge smack in the chops. Matt, who'd picked up the Essex lingo very quickly, claims that Arge had proper mugged him off. He'd seen a sort and Arge had stormed in all jail, claiming he was Essex's top boy. And now with Matt Reed now unavailable pending a criminal trial, you want to bring in a lone striker, but Glenn has the ideal solution. Pick my son. Well, I'll pick him. Roll the dice, games, Master. Wise words from our political boy. Will he win? Will he get the joy? One. You make the point to Glenn that Archie is 16 and not really an adequate replacement for the vastly experienced former Lincoln goal machine, but Glenn's having absolutely none of it. You wonder whether Glenn might have actually artificially constructed this whole set of events just to get Archie into the team, but either way, it's only October, so you relent and start Archie in the next game away at Weymouth. Uh, roll the dice, please, games master. Six. It's 75 minutes in and it's nil-nil at Weymouth and it's really not working. Archie looks like he's never kicked a football before in his life and has been a complete passenger. Pick my stand! You think about hauling him off and throwing Pick on... Him, leave him on! You think about hauling him off and throwing on Jake Robinson, but then a hopeful ball is lumped into Weymouth's box. The ball bubbles around. Sam Deering turns and shoots. The shot cannons back off the post and into the net of a player's arse. Archie Tamplin's arse. Some of the crowd are on the pitch, bundling onto the players. Glenn's on the pitch. He's joined the bundle as well. Well, what's Deans? Uh, I suppose that's a roll of dice again, do I? It's the final roll. Oh, please, James Master. Archie Templin's ass. Is it made of stone or is it made of glass? 
three. For the second half of the season, Archie is absolutely unstoppable. He can't stop scoring. He's averaging two goals a game. Matt Reed is out on bail at last, but can't get in the team. Glenn's made Archie captain, vice chairman of the club and head of HR for his steel company. The team can't stop winning and the title is wrapped up by the end of March. Glenn buys you an absolutely massive house in rural Essex, which is sure is totally legit. Matty, you've beat the Templin. Come on, I'm thrilled. Well done, fair wanderer. You've beaten the game. May games. you enjoy your time in Essex. Absolutely May you be well. at Billericay forever. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> the National Obsession. Well, another brilliant week, John, on the National Obsession. What a week. Um, do get in touch with us on at NatObsPod or nationalobsession at gmail.com. Very good. Do enjoy your National League football this weekend in the National League, the National League North or South. Come on, Belper Town, up the nailers, knocking them in. And because <laughs> they're, oh, they're in the FA Cup this they weekend to, against Alva Church. Come on, Folkestone as well. And obviously, as my voice is still a little bit croaky from the referee, I can sign off like this. <laughs> and it's good night from me. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, on the ice. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.